On this episode of On All Cylinders, New Year's Hot Rod Resolutions. What do you want to get done? PRI coverage and Ricky's dealing nitrous. He's a dealer now. We're going to talk about that. Talk about nitrous. Talk about Ricky's garage. And I heard about what you've done for that Klondike bar. Give me a call. Right now, it's On All Cylinders. Yeah. Oh, got that. Got. Come on, got to sing it. Yeah, now we are on all silver. Ha ha ha! Two cringe! Mountain nuts. Gaskets, horsepower stuff. Got the valves. Got the pistons. Me and Ricky speaking. We all listening. Howdy, howdy, howdy. What's going on, Mr. Glenn? Shoot. We just, hey, I'm going to try not to cuss this time. Oh, I did honey. so much editing in the Christmas special. <laughs> Dude, I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm never going to cuss that much again. I feel bad because I have not got to listen to that yet because with all the other stuff that was going on, I haven't got to hear it yet. I know, and, you know, I wonder if that happens to, like, most people things like Christmas specials. Yeah, I think so. Uh, like, if you're not going live on Christmas... No way ain't paying no attention. You just ain't doing it. Yeah. Everybody's got to be watching uh, The Little Dude Shoot His Eye with a Red Rider baby again. Or... I, I've uh, got to be watching that. Huh? That's my shit. i got to be watching that. You just cussed again. I did. <laughs> Is it that or Chevy Chase? I kind of I kind of spotted you for a Chevy Chase guy. I ain't gonna lie. I like Chevy Chase. What is it? Uh, Christmas with the Waltons or something? What? what Christmas with the Waltons? What? Uh, what? With the... Uh, National Lampoon. There you go, yeah. Christmas yeah. vacation. My bad. Christmas with the Waltons. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what, what's that little kid's name for the Waltons? Were they... Good night, whoever. Yeah. Good night, whoever. That's, that's what I was thinking <laughs> Christmas with the Waltons. That would be like making their own pine cone ornaments. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Burlap sack dollies. AKA the Amish. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the Amish was at my house. It was awesome because there's so many of them around. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. They must have solar panels on their wagons or whatever. Them dudes just celebrating Christmas like a mug. They was <laughs> draped in Christmas lights. I'm like... Really? Yeah. Now, the, Amish is, the Amish has got a racket going. I'm about to turn Amish myself. They, no taxes. Get to live they, for... They have lights? Yeah. Christmas lights that you would hang from your house was draped and... <clears throat> Actually, astonishing looking. It was it was awesome to see. Their horses had it, and the uh, buggies had it. It's awesome. Well, now, are you sure that his Amish should not Mennonite? Because them Mennonites can use electric, but the Amish, I don't know. I don't know how all that works. Uh, so, you know if what? If they're in a horse and buggy, to not me, even they're Amish. If they're in a horse and buggy, to me, they're Amish. I don't care. I don't know. I'm not even going to get into that. Yeah, I mean, I probably should. I'm with you. If they're in a horse and buggy, by God. You're Amish. You, you might as well just be considered what I Amish by golly. That's, that's right. If not, you're of Amish descent. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, you Amish descent. You Amish? I know you. You square ball jet. Look at you. <laughs> so, New Year's is coming up. Yeah, man. What do you what, what do you want to get done this year? What's your number one uh, numero uno yeah, with your car? Yeah. 
Okay, thank you. I'm glad you added that at the end because I was about to make you sick. <laughs> I wasn't just going to leave yeah. it hanging and be like, yeah, what do you want to get done this year? Like, yeah. it's like asking someone yeah. your favorite song. What's your favorite song? I don't know. I like That'd a lot like of songs. like 75 hours of me just sitting here talking about everything I want to change <laughs> in 2020. Right. You fall asleep, you'd be like, God, I hate this guy. <laughs> what I want to do for 2020 to my car. Okay, so decision process has to be made at first. And I'm now not your dealer, which we talked about for Comp Car. Yes, we will talk about that in a minute. But something you don't know is I'm also now a precision turbo dealer. That just happened uh, yesterday. You hear this guy? Can you all hear this guy? Sorry. This is your forced induction needs guy right here. That's right, baby. Working on a Pro Charger deal now. I'm gonna, I want them all, son. Sell them all. Come to Ricky D, by God. I'll make you go fast. <laughs> anyway. Ricky D's go fast around me. <laughs> I'm uh, telling you. My car, I want to race it a lot this year. That's the thing. Uh, I want to lighten the car up because due to the circumstances I have that dictates what I drive right now, Yeah. Um, the, the my car, I don't care to make it a street car. I got no desire for it to be a street car. I want it to be a race car. So um, I, want to, I want to put as much cage in the car as I can. Right now it's got an 850 cage in it. Uh, yeah. But that's not enough cage. It's a bolting cage I have right now. I'm wanting to go significantly faster than that this year. Uh, so I would yeah, like, like to twelve point like four. Yeah, I want a well, I want a full wrap. I want a twenty five five is what I would like. To. I want to build enough chassis this year that I will never not be able to need it. Lord of mercy. Yeah. Um, why, why don't you just buy a, a, a rock buggy and? <laughs> Have you well, seen some of the, the? Oh yeah, some of them buggies got some pretty intricate cages going on. Oh yeah, they're awesome. Uh, Just saying. Being up in PRI, man, and seeing some of the extensive cage work that they oh, do, yeah. it really opened my eyes to what's out there. And then, uh, since we've been doing this and the YouTube thing and that, um, some uh, people that I would have never dreamed would talk to me have like come up to me and be like, "Hey, man, we like what you're doing," and blah blah blah. And those people have skill sets that I could very much use and if we can do something where it's a tit for tat trade to where maybe i can use the media outlets to help them and you know they can use their talents to help us grow then i would like to structure something like that out you know in the long run and that's what i'm trying to do you know um, you're just trying to I'm, I'm i got this you got that let's go together and make together. this happen yeah i, I just I cussed again <laughs> god, god dang it god dang it bobby god dang it so uh, that, that's uh, that's really it. I want to I want to get as much cage in the car as I can. I want right. to build as much power as I can, and uh, I want the car to be as representative of me as I, as I can have it. Like I want people to look at that car and go, "That's Ricky D's car." That's the goal. Right. How about you, sir? What's your plans? You've got quite a few vehicles, quite a few projects going on right now that are sick. You know, you know, this is the thing. This is the thing. Is I have a problem with time. I understand. And it's not like normal people's problem with time. Like, there's not enough time. I'm always thinking like, I don't know, time is money to me. Not mm-hmm. in that sense. It's like, I think, I don't know. I'll, I'll just look back over the year and I was like, man, I didn't get nothing done this year. You know what I mean? I had that feeling like it just empty. Like, I didn't do squat. Well, I can make you feel better about yourself. But I did do squat. You did a lot. I looked over the year and some of my photographs and yeah. my build, and I was like, Jim and E crickets. I of built which two build? trucks this thing. year. Yeah, I built a, a, a drag racing a lawnmower, crabgrass, and all, and all mm-hmm. this other crap, and, and added on to that. All this other stuff in the house. And it's like, 
I actually did get a lot done this year. And then six days a week, don't forget, sir, you get to bring joy to people's lives that they have just, forever. I just... I, you're, you're downplaying I, yourself, sir. I get sir. down. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, God, there's so much in front of me, I'm never going to get it done. Right. Well, let me you know, give you a I think that about- I think that I, I strain myself and I put too much of a challenge and pressure on myself to get stuff done. So I'm stepping back a little bit. I'm, I'm delegating some projects. One, one's going to you. Yes, sir. Yeah, you I know, appreciate that. Because I, I do love my hobbies and I have a lot of trucks. And, you know, and I like spending time with all of them. Mm-hmm. So I'll just say this. My, my New Year's resolution is to put the air kit on my low rider ranger mm-hmm. get the c10 moving under its own power <laughs> get the f100 to do the same <laughs> and then get you to finish the ram charger i like it i like it so how was pri oh my god brother if you are a race car fan in any shape or you, no let me take it back if you like any form of racing in the automotive industry Find a way to get an invite to PRI. I seen stuff up there that blew my mind. The diesel technology is amazing. That is the next wave of serious horsepower that's coming down the line. I'm telling you right now, man, they got billet blocks, billet heads, uh, pistons that were like five inches thick. It was ridiculous. The turbo technology (laughs) is unreal. Precision Turbo right now has a 153 millimeter turbo. That single turbo Jiminy, 150. That's like sucking up a bowling ball. It's, it's literally like, 155 pounds. 155 pound turbo. The one turbo supports 5,500 horsepower. Goodness. What they use a galvanized trash can to make the core of it? It's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, so it, it is so exciting to be a part of that community and see things that are coming out on every scale. The um, the amount of billet cranks that you can buy, the amount of um, fuel injection systems that you can use to control literally everything on the car. And then if you don't want to do that, the carburetor technology is absolutely ridiculous. Man, they've got carburetors out there now that I never even dreamed of that'll have a primary, a secondary, and you'll be able to, to, to dial both of them in at not only idle speed, but you can do park throttle speed, you can do uh, wide open throttle tuning, and log it with a computer. You can still log it and make changes on your carburetor that you can do with a screwdriver. That with naturally take. aspirated Yes, it's amazing, carburetor. dude. Absolutely fantastic. So much stuff that I just had never opened my eyes to that is like is is overwhelming you know now are we talking carburetor floating bolt carburetor dual line double pump carburetor things like that or are we talking talking about carburetors that look like actual carburetors you know that have floats and bows and needles and seats and actual mechanical Mm -hmm. uh, carburetors but there you can data log them no doubt (laughs) yes it's amazing dude Fantastic! Wow. You you can you can adjust what it needs to do hey. at different seat levels. What a time to be alive! That's right. What a time to be alive! That's right. I love it. And then there's so many different facets to look at. Like I was there for three days and I only seen a quarter of what was going on because not only the parts side but the machining side. There's so, a company called Haas that you can literally for the less than the cost of a brand new truck. Haas Manufacturing makes a CNC machine that you can put in your garage. That's it's literally forty five thousand dollars. You can put it in your garage. It runs off two ten. It's got a probing uh, mechanism in it to where you can set a cylinder block if you couldn't, you know, if you're not good enough with CAD to design it yourself. Right. But you can put it in the machine, probe every centimeter of it, every micro inch or whatever they called. So it had its own. Yes. 
It's amazing. And then you can just buy a billet, which billet aluminum is not near as expensive as I thought. Literally, you can go buy a billet oh. of aluminum that'll do a block for like $400 and then put it in there and make your own block. Make your own cylinder heads. Make your own freaking intake. No. It was ridiculous, man. They had they had a, a tire balancing machine up there that would balance to within a micro of a gram that had 20,000 pounds of pressure on it to simulate being on the road. It would adjust the pressure of the uh, weight putting on the tire uh, based off the vehicle that you were putting in to balance your tires. I mean, it was amazing. Dude, they had water jets up there that were the size of of a, like a, a 24 by 12 table that you could cut literally anything with. It water was jets are badass. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I mean, dude, the amount of technology that's available that if you if you really focus on, hey, I want to do this. It's 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 insane. So basically, what you're saying is, for sixty thousand dollars, I can start making billet blocks for people. No, I'm saying for fifty thousand dollars. Really? Yes. So the like, market could just blow up like that. We, absolutely, it will. What what would you pay for a, a billet block? What what what's what? I'll tell you uh, what. Dark uh, charges for them. Dark charges eight thousand dollars. Eight. Thousand dollars. That's the. Is that like the middle scale. of the road? No, no, that's their ultimate high-end billet racing. What, 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 what would it, so like what two grand for yeah. middle of the road aluminum block? Yeah. Jeez. For 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 a six boat LS motor. Now here's the other thing. And okay. that's brand new. That's, brand yeah, jacket. Yeah. You still gotta have all the machine work done and all that, but I'm saying for the piece here, boom. No, 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 no. Have you seen all these billet sheet metal intakes, like the ones that look like sheet metal but they're billet? Yeah. Okay. They sell those for five to eight thousand dollars each. Good night. And you have to wait three months to get them because they just want to build them whenever they want to. See. So literally, you could go buy this Hoss machine or any of the equivalents because there's like eighteen different equivalents to do it. I just the Hoss one looked cool to me, and that's one I remembered. You could go buy this for forty-five grand, less than the cost of a new truck, and be a multi-millionaire if you know how to run the software. And the software is just cat. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And if you have the connections to sell the stuff. Brother, anybody can sell anything. Facebook's free. <laughs> that is true, brother. That's true. I know uh, Mike, <laughs> Michael Button is the radio versus the world exclusive guy to do wiring in your cars, and he don't even have a business license. He will refuse. He refuses to put any advertisement out at all. He just does Facebook. And, and, he, and oh, by the way, he just wired up Mark Mickey's freaking new Malibu. And here you are worried about Setting up LLC. I told you, just do race car stuff. Michael Button's got a lot more talent than I got. <laughs> hey, don't set yourself short. Ricky D got all the talent. <laughs> I, I can talk about having the talent. No, you got the talent. You got it. Look, you're a, you're, a, you're, what, what is this intake company that you're dealing with? What is this? What is this nitrous and uh, turbo comp, stuff comp, that you're comp, dealing with? Compu Car Nitrous Kits. What is it? Compu Car Nitrous Kit. That's the name of it. It's Compu Car. Compu Car. Compu Car, yep. So, so what's the deal? I mean, what are you selling uh, laughing gas? What's what's happening? Uh, they've got, uh, I was very new to their product. I actually hadn't heard of their product until they approached me about it. The owner of the company approached me on Facebook and literally was like, man, I like what you stand for. I like what you're doing. You're now a dealer of my company. I'm not going to charge you a buy-in. And I was like, well, thank you. So I started doing a little research on it. And uh, they've got some super, super awesome carburetor kit or, or carburetor style manifold plates. But what they uh, really do is their ability to, Build whatever you want. 
Like, so they're they're TIG fabrication, like for they custom intake kind of stuff. If you send them the intake and you want your nitrous kit to be cathedral tube port stuff, all that, that good be, stuff. Yeah. Like they, they, if you send them what you want, and they can hide it. Or they've got a bunch of really nice CFI systems, a bunch of carburetor systems. So um, you can send your intake. Yeah. And then they can. They'll plumb it for you. Gotcha. Yeah. They'll or, that, or they'll yeah. just sell you a kit that you can buy and place on there if you're if you're right. not the sneaky guy. You know they've got multiple and, uh, options. Multiple options. Anything for the for the every guy. Yeah. Anything you want to do with nitrous, they got it. We can and I sell it to you cheaper than anybody else in the country. Rick is slinging the nitrous, folks. Come on and get you some. That's right. That's get right. you some go-go juice. However, it's only going to be a Ricky thing for very shortly. What I'd like to do is start making everything on our cylinders and that be the brand. So we will we'll work our way to that. <laughs> I'm just saying that's pretty damn cool. Yeah. And what's the turbos that you're selling again? The number one turbo company in the world. It's uh, Precision Turbos. Precision, the turbo. The, like, the one to have. Precision Turbos. Yeah, they are They are the leading turbo technology place in the world. Well, it sounds like to me, Rick and D got everything going on up and up and up. Well, we're, we're definitely trying to get the ball rolling. And you want Pro Chargers? Uh, absolutely. Who absolutely. doesn't want Paxton Pro Chargers? Well, I'm not even. I'm not even going to go Paxton. Is it Paxton? Who? Who's who? Pro Chargers is some company. Pro Chargers. Pro Charger is Pro Charger. Paxton is a uh, another centrifugal blower, but they're a different brand. But when Paxton came out, didn't it? No. Then they came out in the '60s on the Mustangs. Um, Paxton's been around forever and ever and ever, but so yeah. is Pro Charger. They, they come out relatively the same time. Uh, Paxton would, uh, they, they dabbled in the root style blowers as well as the centrifugal blowers, mm-hmm. but Pro Charger's only been Pro Charger. They, they, they're the leading technology in centrifugal blowers. Gotcha. So, and I, 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 like what, I like what, the, I like what they stand for. I like the, I like how they were able to go listen to the customers. They, they really went into, the racing community and said, hey, what do you guys need to compete with the turbo guys? And they said, hmm. this. And they said, okay, hold on. A month later, they come out and they kicked everybody's butt. So, um, and then their number one competitor is Precision, Precision Turbos. Right. Precision is the, you know, big dogs in the turbo land and Pro Charger is the big dog in the trifical turbo, or the trifical blowers. So. Hmm. Well, I'll be doggone. Yeah. See, I had not known that Pro Charger was not the yeah, that's style the, of device, but the name. Gotcha. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's the brand. The brand is Pro Charger. Gotcha. Because gotcha. blowers, you know, topside blowers, big blowers. Mm-hmm. Win makes the most popular, but there's you know, oh, there's a, there's a handful of yeah others that are out there. Did you? Know, did, uh, I learned. I learned this. Slap belt blowers. Um, the um. See, that even goes into another thing. Man, I'm telling you, dude, we got to get you to PRI so you can see this stuff. Okay, so with... I'm outdated. I'm old. I'm I'm outdated. I'm going to bring you up to speed. I'm cobwebs, We're going to get get you where you need to be. So inside of a roots or a positive placement blower, which is what you're talking about, there's there's two different types of um, impellers. Yeah. There's your traditional uh, overlap, and then there's the twin screw blower. Mm-hmm. The twin screw blower is lit- literally it compresses the air and puts it in a centrifugal motion before it even hits the intake. Centrifugal blowers is now what your pro mod guys are running. Gotcha. But now they're coming out with stuff that you can put on the street. So your your rotor phase su- uh, superchargers are about to go out the door, and then so they'll be cheaper. Uh, they'll be non-existent probably. 
Well, I mean, it's not like they're just they all going to disappear. The, I mean, there's the, 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 there there won't be any more uh, advancements in that technology. So you should theoretically be able to get them cheaper. Well, heck yeah, that's what I've been waiting for. I've been <laughs> waiting to pick up a, 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 a blower for my 460 for cheap. Everybody still wants two and four grand for them. I oh, want. No, brother. Uh, you can look up uh, like 671 root style blowers off of a train, which is the same technology. It's the exact same thing. No. All you got to do is have a um, you buy the uh, intake portion. See the the way those blowers work is you have the the rotors inside of the housing, mm-hmm. and that sits on top of a plate that mm-hmm. acts as an intake manifold. Yes. So you can buy the blower top or hat, whatever you want to refer to it as, for 600 bucks. Then you just gotta call wine and buy their lower intake for like four hundred bucks, unless you, of course you got a hoss and then you just make it. Right. So you could put a you could put a root style blower on your truck for probably eight hundred bucks, thousand bucks. I ain't found one. It's because you ain't had me looking for it. <laughs> I'd love to have one. We can make that happen, Kevin. But it won't yeah. be a nice polished, you know. Kind of deal. It'll be a black one that come off a train. Well, I've got make powder all coating, friend. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so yeah, and then uh, you know, uh, you said the slappy slap belts. Those have belt drives on them, but the centrifugal blowers also have belt drives. But yes. what's becoming much more commonplace now because the centrifugal blowers are making so much power is they're transmission driven. So they will have a plate that boats in the front like a motor plate would that has a transmission built into it that the blower boats to it and then that boats to the crank. So what happens is when the crank spins, it multiplies the um, how fast and how much torque is in the blower. So the transmission literally is a transmission and spins the blower faster. So that's why the Pro Charger stuff or centrifugal blower stuff is reigning supreme right now because it does everything that a turbocharger does with none of the lag. Yeah, they got no spool lag. No spool lag. It's all right now, which is good and bad, depending on what track you're at. Sometimes you overpower the track because you can't make little enough power, and then sometimes the turbos, in order to compete with those, you need a turbo that's so much bigger, it takes a little st- more time for it to spool, mm-hmm. which, I mean, that's where you spray the turbo with a little bit of nitrous. There's all kinds of ways to do it. I learned so much at PRI, dude. It's ridiculous. And the, the amount of uh, the contacts that was made was absolutely absurd. The amount of people that I got to talk to that I've looked up into Federation industry would just blew my mind. I mean, I spent 45 minutes with Larry Larson, and then he gave me his phone number, and then he called me and talked to me. It was ridiculous. That's awesome. It was ridiculous. That's uh, awesome. Joe Zephyr, the guy from um, uh, Garage Squad, he's also yeah. he's got the um, tr- the gray um, Dodge Daytona. Yeah. He liked what we talked about so much that we're putting his car in the in the video game, and he gave me his phone number and he was like, "Man, if I do a YouTube channel, would you mind coming out and talking on it?" And I was like, "Well, it does a yes, yes, please allow me to do that." So <laughs> it was crazy just the amount of you know you you, you go to this event that is everything that you want in racing and then you get to see the people that you if you're me that you look up to and you're like oh my gosh i need to talk to them and you realize that at the they are just like me and you they just put their pants on like what we do well, the difference is, is that's their job is they build awesomeness that's cool yeah sorry i get a little excited about it no that's awesome and and that's you know that's part of why i should be part of this podcast because I'm an a-hole. <laughs> you're not an people a-hole, dude. You're awesome. People don't generally like me out in public. I, I guess I look unapproachable. I probably have that kind of thing. Well, I, you're I six look foot very six. Unpro- you're redheaded. <laughs> I'm not no damn six foot six. <laughs> how, how, what are you, six three? Six four. 
mouth two inches off. Well, just, height, like that's a big damn difference. When I look at somebody six foot six, I'm like, damn, that dude's tall. My bad. Well, from my height perspective, you, you six four, six six, kind of hard to judge. I can't see that high. But right. you know, okay. so you're that, and you're sleeved out, tattooed guy, and you're a ginger. I mean, who wouldn't? You know. Like that but, dude's gonna steal my soul. I better not talk to him. I better not talk to that guy right there. I mean, but that you, but you know, you're a likable guy. You, People like you. That's that's good. But you're yeah. a likable guy too. You, know, you, you do really good at this. <clears throat> I just like to talk about cars and and new new stuff and stuff that I don't know. And you know. I don't have to interact with people. So. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really know the kind of... <laughs> Why can we start talking about shocks and what I learned? Almost did it. Speaking of shocks, the Christmas episode, I asked you about getting... Slipping some shocks from the show. Did you ever get that? Did that happen? That didn't happen, did it? It didn't happen. <laughs> uh, I was so distracted. I, uh, I, I learned. I learned. So overwhelmed with information that you just forgot to get those double adjustable Viking shocks for me. That's cool. No, no, anyway, no. ones want to work too, but that's cool. Strange. That that's cool. Well, what what about ones now that have a uh, a monitor on them that you can plug into like your Holly system or your Haltech system or whatever that's got a sensor on them that allows you to control how high the car the wheels come off the ground or how fast they rebound and you can and they will tune themselves within a, a microsecond dude we're getting closer and closer to the bluetooth sockets it's so awesome <laughs> this is ridiculous dude it's amazing like it's literally that's they, they can take ridiculous technology it's amazing they can take these cars that make 4,000 horsepower and put them down any surface that's what Kawasaki did with the new their new bikes. They have a launch mode on them. That's awesome. Right? You can bear into this street bike and never break traction. You can go into the curve, bear into that thing, full whisk it down, and it will not break traction. That's awesome. It will gain speed and will gain speed, but will never break a tire. It has a wheelie mode on it. The bike will literally... you. Willy mode, peg it, it does the work. It raises up, will not let you over throttle it. It'll raise up to the desired wheeling position and will wheelie your ass down the road. That's amazing. With absolutely zero rider skill needed. See, I think that's awesome. I think that's dangerous. Well, but yeah. I mean, you so know, cars that can park themselves. It is what it is. I, I wrote. I wrote in. Dangerous that. being on a bike these days, anyway. Anyway, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> you gotta be special. The technology out there just blows my mind, and not even in the race car community, but like regular passenger car stuff. You know, my buddy just bought a 2016, so I'm even behind the power. I'm behind the curve. He just bought a 2016 GMC Sierra. Right. It has lane assist. Oh yes. Dude, yes, it, these it, things. It, it will not allow you to cross the lane unless you hit your turn signal, which in it makes you a better driver. I mean, it's awesome. It's ridiculous that we need these things. Oh, I don't. Well, uh, that, that 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 that's a that's a whole other area. That's, that's a rabbit hole. We don't want to go down. I, yes, <laughs> yes. But I, I get I get what you're saying. It's great that it it will make people. Reckon and you know I reckon it'll make them. Supposedly, it will make you better driver or a safer driver, not a better driver. Better I'm trying driver to figure out mean, a way to put this to not hurt people's feelings. Uh, it'll make you get your head out of your batus and make you think that you're not the only thing on the road. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. His truck, his truck if, he, if he's backing up too much, the seat will vibrate if he gets too close to something. So I would say it will not enhance your skill set, but it will make others around you safer. But let me let me let me tell you this. My my friend Paul has a truck like mine, but it's the brand new version. Platinum even. They're amazing. F three fifty platinum edition. Right? Beautiful mm-hmm. truck. Gorgeous. The damn steering wheel shakes. Yep. If you get over the white line or whatever, the, the whatever the, the steering wheel shakes, that mm-hmm. drive me nuts. Well, think about it, man. You got buzzers and bells and lights and things and stuff shaking and things are moving and your seat's getting warmer and, and scooting you back up because you're slouching and all this other stuff. And I'm, what the hell? Can I turn it all off and just drive the truck? Like, that's... That's where I'm at right now. I'm with you, but you got to think about the natural progression of things, okay? Like, they put bumps on the side of the road to let you know (laughs) (laughs) when you're crossing over that side. Yeah, but there ain't no bumps in the middle. Touche. So, see, now you got to have it there for that. You're going to feel the ones on the left eventually. (laughs) 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 They're there. I swear, they're They're there. (laughs) Does it make people more complacent? I think it does, but... You got to think the the evolution of the, automo- of the uh, automobile right now. They already make more power than anybody will ever need. They already get better fuel mileage than most people ever thought they would at the power level. I mean, what else can you do with a car? You got to make amenities, or else it doesn't do any good. You can't keep you can't keep putting out the same car. Right. Everything has to be better than it was the year before, or and, at least different. And so, we've already established that the new Tesla truck sucks. So yeah. there's that. There's that. So I mean, literally. I mean, you know, and that and that truck's. And what's funny is that <laughs> truck is incredibly bare bones compared to your buddy's platinum. Incredibly bare bones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's got crank windows in it. You know, uh, literally the Tesla truck is more so of what you would say you want to drive than any truck out there. No, it's not. Stop it that. Is. Cut it, it out. I'm Quit. sorry, bud. No. Think about it. That's it's, because you can only take so much power from the batteries. I mean, it. it you can't dent it. You can't dent it. <laughs> I bet so, I could dent that truck. I could take that truck out and beat the dog shit out of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> You, you you can't you can't dent the thing. You can't get it stuck. It's got all the torque of an electric motor. Uh, it never ever ever will rust, and it doesn't have all the frill stuff on it because there's no there's no amenities to it. It's go stop pull. That's it. Hey, you know what? I mean, I hate it too. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. John DeLorean thought he had a winner. Hey, we'll see how that went. I'm just saying it don't rust neither. Don't run either. Just saying. Yeah. But on that on that side, I like till old Elon Musky. Give me one of them got dang trucks. Let me take it out and put it through a real test. Let me see what I do. Let me show you my God what It'd we be do. madder than hell if I let, if I had that thing. <laughs> I'd bring that son bitch back dirty as hell. I'd bring it back and have a LS motor in it. I'm and like, then, what'd you do with that little cane like, run? Uh. It'd be like squeaking and stuff and like <laughs> limping in. <laughs> but it'd, be, it'd be like the, uh, the demonstration <laughs> where they're like, you can shoot this thing and it'd be fine. And he throws a golf ball and breaks a window. I was like, uh-huh, see? Yeah. Yeah, we'd be out there firing them down at AR-10s and stuff on it. Like, right. Nah, he said he's a bulletproof. We're going to see if they're damn bulletproof. Uh, I need somebody to bring over here a, mo- <laughs> uh, a Maldus, please. <clears throat> I'm going to see how bulletproof. Right. I mean, is it cannonball resistant? Let's well, try that out. I mean, why is nobody talking about that? That's like, right. That's right. <laughs> come on. You know, the new uh, Ford Fusions, 
uh, the, the police version fusion, they can take a curb hit at 45 mile an hour. The wheels can. It's awesome. I'm saying, let's see if this thing... Let's hit the wheels with a cannonball. At 45 mile an hour and see if it... And see, see what's going on there. Because I, I personally don't want to be the dude right to, to hit a curb oh, yeah, at 45. No. <laughs> like no. that. Not on purpose. Man, the, the technology that's come out in the three major production cars that are have muscle cars is astonishing, man. I mean, it's crazy. It is. Like cars, cars are going crazy. I love it. And it's going over to it's bleeding over to the trucks. I mean, it's not gonna be long to where you'll be able to buy a factory pre-runner truck. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. But mm. it'll still be unaffordable. It'd be like the uh the the impala, like the ninety six, like the ninety six impalas, ninety four mm-hmm. to ninety six. There was a bunch of people bought them. They was, but now look at them. Every one of them you see, the seats are broken, all sitting way back. Half of them got orange and tribal stripe paint from I know it. Low Rider magazine and yeah, paint easy. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, there was a lot of nice ones, but they yeah. became not the, so nice. Uh, they, they, they became the uh, the secondhand car real quick. Yeah. I mean, for well, I mean, we we see that happening very frequently, like so much faster now. Like I yeah. was looking up uh, Camaros the other day, and you can get a 2010 SS2 for like twelve thousand bucks. Yeah, you know, uh, you uh, you can buy a fifteen sixteen Mustang GT that is capable of over a thousand horsepower for fifteen grand, sixteen grand. I advocate for the automotive community, but I will say, if you buy a brand new car. You are screwing yourself. You are screwing your pocketbook. Any financial so advisor, bad. any financial advisor will tell you that the worst move you can do is go purchasing a brand new vehicle. Uh, and if you look at your resale numbers, it'll show it. Yeah. Like you said, you can buy the new body style Camaros within the last five years for, for literally, literally pennies on dollar. What they cost new? Yeah. Uh, well, like my buddy just bought this DMC. Okay, it's a 2016. It's got fifty thousand miles on it. Uh, he got it for literally half the cost. That's only two years old. And then with the dealership options now, literally it's got a lifetime, not limited, a lifetime powertrain warranty on it. As long as you go in there every 11 to 13 months and you get your oil changed by ASC certified uh, establishment, for the life that you own the vehicle, if it's got 900,999 miles on it and blows up, no matter where you're at, <laughs> you call them and they will go, okay, we're going to send somebody there to get you and we're going to replace it. And that's anything under fluids, motor, transmission, transfer case, yeah. front and rear diff, anything. It's crazy. I mean, that the amount of coverage that the warranties have now, everybody complains, I didn't cover my warranty, didn't cover my... I, I get that. Like it is frustrating. Well, the only thing is, you have to leave it stock, which nobody wants to do. Right. And that's what that's what I was about to say. All you got to do is not void your warranty by yeah. leaving stuff alone. Yeah. Which will ultimately, and I am the <clears throat> master guy of I have to fool with stuff. I have to tinker with. I'm it. a tinker dude. Yeah, I can't help it. But I know right now, if I was going to go out and buy a vehicle that I relied on for transportation, and it had a warranty like that. I would have to leave it alone because literally that pays for itself. Yeah. That literally, you're buying a truck, you're paying interest right now, but eventually that truck's going to be free. I, I I don't mess with my wife's daily driver. I wouldn't either. I haven't even put a stereo in it. Yeah. Because if you do, you'll avoid the warranty. And then not only that, 
because the way these things are now, any kind of resistance change or anything, I'm afraid to do anything to it. You know, I haven't done a dang thing to it. Yeah. I'm like, man, like they're so sensitive. Everything is so sensitive now. Well, and, and the problem is, is, is the the amount of equipment it takes to work on it. It's not like you, you can't just do it with simple hand tools. You have to have a programmer. You have to have a scanner. You have to have, you know. Which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, when, when I plan on, um, in 2021, I plan on buying a 08 to 2010 Z06. That's my goal. Cool. Well, when those came out, you could not work on them at all. They were impossible. It took two years before GM decided to unlock the computers on them. But now you can. Just took a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, and I'll still have to have all that stuff. And you just got to adapt with the times and realize that not everything can be fixed with a wrench anymore and go, okay, well, then that's just part of it. It's kind of like, you know, your cell phone has to work within the parameters that the cell phone works in right now. Well, so you, you just have to, you can either. The tools, mm -hmm. like they make fasteners and then make the tool for that fastener. So right then you don't have a way to work on it by yourself unless you make the fastener. And if you screw up that fastener, you void your warranty. Mm -hmm. you That's done for a reason. Uh, uh, exactly. Yeah. So that, not only is it the things like you're saying, the TCM and ECM and, mm -hmm. th and things that are being locked and you can't get in and change anything on them. Right. It's down to the fasteners. Absolutely. And, I mean, and that's that's been a '90s thing. Yeah. You well, know and, the the, and, the specialized now, fasteners things and and, and or tooling. The markings, the markings. Yes. You know, there's sometimes they will. Uh, blue uh, blue dye yeah. marking stuff yeah. like that. Yes. And, and and here's the thing, is one hand says, "Well, that's bull crap. I bought this. I ought to be able to do whatever I want to to it." The other hand says, "Well, leave it stock. It'll last forever." You know. So. You got to kind of pick and choose your battles there, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Honestly, and, and and that is that cringes me to say. As a matter of fact, I really I know I shouldn't say this over the air, but I hope that my buddy that bought his DMC doesn't listen to this episode because I'm never going to hear the end of it. <laughs> All I do is aggravate him and try to get him to avoid his warranty because he's got a really good looking truck, but it could be a super good looking. <laughs> truck, you know? Just so, do this. Yeah, just void your warranty. That's the thing. Just the thing. void your warranty. Which is essentially what they want you to do. Because yeah. you know they get to they get you to buy the warranty, and then well you'll stick with it for a little while, but you're ultimately ninety nine percent of the time going to change. Yeah. Although they didn't know the guy they sold this truck to, trust me, that thing will be just like that for forty seven thousand years. So you know, <laughs> they don't rely on that person; they rely on the Ricky D's and the Glens that go, yeah, I'm going to keep this thing stock, and I'm not going to mess with the warranty, and then. We drive it for a year or two years, and we're like, I gotta get something else, or I gotta modify this thing because I can't deal with it anymore. Well, when it comes to something that you, your wife and kids or your significant others are gonna be riding in daily, mm -hmm. you don't wanna put them in some sketchy stuff. Right. You don't wanna put them in something that's gonna get them stranded out in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So you leave it alone. Yep. Don't be cutting the cats off of it. You know. Right. It, 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 it doesn't need LEDs. Doesn't need it. It doesn't need anything. It just the you need to take it to the dealer, have your oil changed every five thousand miles, and then drive it. Just drive it. Put tires on it. Yep. Have regular maintenance done. Yep. And wash it. And it will last you forever. Have Gibby Lee do some of the IGL coating on it. 
Yeah. Ceramic right. glaze that thing. Ceramic glaze it. Just, I just made that up. Hmm? I like it. Ceramic glaze. Ceramic Bam. Glaze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, it, it, it is a wonderful time to be alive in the automotive community. It is. Uh, and it's a wonderful time to not only be a, a purchaser of that, but if you can be involved with trying to become part of the, the business side of it, which is, you know, that's kind of what we're trying to do. You can you can really see, you can see so much growth and you see so much potential in how to not only make people's cars fast, but how to make people's cars fast and reliable. Fast and reliable. Yeah. Notice I didn't say fast, cheap, and reliable. You can have one of the two. You There's no such thing as... You can have two of the three. Yeah, yeah. So, but it, it's just, uh, it was really amazing. The people that uh, took the time out of their day to meet me, talk to me, awesome. allow me to ask them questions and freely give advice on stuff um, was just uh, it was really overwhelming and really made me feel super blessed. And it's kind of what led me into having such a great outlook on 2020. I think... Uh, the addition of um, our podcast here, the stuff we're doing on Facebook, um, eventually moving into a YouTube channel that we're doing, I think to be able to tie this uh, uh, media outlet. Media conglomerate. Media conglomerate. The on all cylinders syndicated media yeah. group. And then we can transfer <laughs> that into what we like to do, but in the process of it, being able to help people. Because what what we do here is we have a very different dynamic because there's a lot of people in the world out there that are like you, that are hobbyists, but they're... There's some serious racers like you that love tech. Right. Well, And then we can blend that to where you don't got to be, I'm sticking to my carburetor and that's it. And you don't got to be... Is that uh, me? EFI. Is that me? Well, you know, and you don't got to be... Uh, Fuel injection is the only way to go. You know, there's a way to combine the two to where you can go. Hey, you know what? What's your goals for the car? Yeah. What's your budget for the car? Now let's try to make this work. And to be able to come on here and talk about it and maybe give people different outlets to reach where they want to go to is really a rewarding thing. This is a very rewarding experience. So <clears throat> yeah. I like it. Now may I say you ain't gonna have no five second car, no fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> what? <laughs> We never know. <laughs> but see, and that's that's what I'm hoping is that you know we we might be able to get some some other people from the the, the business mm-hmm. up in the studio with us to chill out for mm-hmm. about an hour. And, We've got and, some uh, and give some, some good good tech advice and some you know. Uh, eventually, I'd like to be able to afford to go live so we can take calls and people can talk to these things or these things these other people mm-hmm. and such. That's a big undertaking. Which, uh, we got, could do it on social media. Uh-huh. Well, that's, like if we get a, if we get a, a special guest thing like that, then by golly, well, I've got a on we might could go live. Special announcement that I have not even told you, Mr. Glenn. Uh-oh. I have confirmation from one Phil Smith, a.k.a. Tune by Blue Cat, who is the greatest tuner on the East Coast, that literally when Proline needs something figured out, they call him. Mm-hmm. When HP tuners can't write the software, they call him. He's a very good personal friend of mine. Heck yeah. And he has said that he will gladly come in here and talk to us on our channel. So, well, for the well, people that know him, know that that is huge. Yeah. Uh, and for the people that don't, tune in because once we <coughs> nail down the date to do that, yeah, your minds will be blown. We will do that and I will set the studio up. We will go live on our Facebook channel 
and uh, well, I don't know if I can get if we can get him to go live. <laughs> he's 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 a standoff kind of fella, but uh, but there's a, there's quite a few people um, that are. Uh, very willing to come and talk to us and uh, just for the purpose of helping us out and being able to you know exploit their product using the platform that we have so for any of you out there that's listening if you have something to do with the automotive industry and you have something to do with you know if you have a product that you want to push or maybe talk about reach out to us on our facebook page yes it's on our cylinders uh, and facebook and you send us a personal message me and glenn are the only two people on there we'll make sure that we, we respond to message to you and we'll see if we can't bring you on man um and then, you know, we primarily talk about race car stuff because that's what he and I like, but we like every facet of the automotive industry. If mm-hmm. it's, I mean, we had Gilbert up here talking about saving your paint. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, we like that. We like tires. We like, you know, if you got a cool. Um, I would like to get Bill Mitchell in here. I, I've been to Bill's shop. I have Mr. Mitchell. I will, I will call him Mr. Mitchell because I respect that guy. He's, he is a He's hell of a fabricator. Unbelievable. Do you see Mark, Har- Mark Harvey's headers? On his car? Yes, I did. That's all yes. deal. Yes. Yeah, That's... I've seen some some really nice stuff he's done. So That would be awesome. I, I know he's one of those kind of selective people, too. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, um, of course, you, you know some of the local people around here. And we have some really good fabricators. Yes, we do. Jordan Willis over at HMS. Absolutely. Probably get him up here maybe one day talking yeah. about some CNC stuff because he is... Super at his job. He does all the fab that I'm uncomfortable with doing. <laughs> I'm like Jordan. Hey, hey, buddy, can you can you help a boy? Can out? you help a brother out? Yeah. And I want titanium ends on this nine-inch rear end. Uh, I don't want to do that. There's a composite connecting rod coming out. I heard about that. Wow. I, dude, what a time to be alive! Love it. And, and that's what we got this. Uh, that's what we got the podcast for, man. We want to, we want to bring your stuff to people to hear. We so, want to excite you. Are right. you excited? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, twofold. If you've got something that you want to uh, maybe come and talk to us about, or maybe uh, help, you know, get your product out there, reach out to us on the Facebook page. We'll be glad to talk to you. Also, if you're listening to this, man, help us grow this thing. You know, we, we can uh, we can sit here and talk to each other and talk to you guys. But without you guys helping us grow it, without us sharing it and talking about it, mm-hmm. we can only do so much. And we've got two very done, uh, two very different personalities here with two very different skill sets, and we think it can be entertaining as well as educational to people. You know, that's what we want to do, and we want to be that type of people that you can reach out and talk to us, and we can we can help you with stuff. So, do what you can to help us grow this channel. We want 2020 to really blow this thing up. You know, we've uh, we want to talk about having some shirts that we can have, some uh, hats that we can do, some stickers that we can do, and really try to push this thing as big as we can. Because uh, we're two small town boys from Mount Sterling, and I ain't gonna lie to you, I want people to go, Larry Larson, did you go to? Do you go to On Our Cylinders podcast? You really should do that. That's Preach! What, that's what that's what we want to be, baby. So we we have to have y'all's help. So please like and share this as much as you can. We're both working on the cussing. You know, we we, we want to make this to be family oriented. So we're working on it. I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. And we've got. I mean, Glenn does a great job editing. So you know, we 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 we've got the want. We've got the desire. We've got the skills. Uh, so now we just need the help. So if you guys can help us out, we greatly appreciate it because we love it. We love each and every one of you. So help us get this thing as big as we can. Joe Rogan, we're coming for you. Preach about it, Rick and Hot <laughs> dang, I'm telling you. Shoo. Got me Y'all excited over here. My nurples is hard. Ooh. I'm cutting my t-shirt. <laughs> 
Are you outside, you better stay away from that truck. You might scratch paint. You talk about composite rods and blowers and pro chargers and... Who oh, daddy? The message. Good Lord, the word is with this boy. <laughs> Anywho, I guess we're going to... I can't even bring the energy that that just brought. I can't bring that fire, so we're just going to cut it off right there. That's just... That's the podcast. That is it for today. That's the episode. We out.